Hello and welcome to Putin's War. Today we'll be discussing the Siege of Mariupol. Okay, so when did the Siege of Mariupol start? Well, to answer that, the Siege of Mariupol technically started when the invasion began, because on the 24th of February, because 26 people, you could say, were killed, you could say that was the start of the siege. But Russian forces had only besieged the city by the 2nd of March. 100,000 civilians had fled the city by this point, but still people were in the city. On the 16th of March, a theatre was actually hit by a Russian uh, uh, missile strike. strike. Which had hundreds, actually had hundreds of refugees inside of it from the bombardments. So you could call that a uh, war crime. Was there any previous attacks before Mariupol? Well, as mentioned, annexed Crimea in 2014, Russia annexed Crimea. And in fact, in 2014, in the Donbass War, uh, Mariupol was sieged and captured by the separatist forces in Donbass, from Donbass. And but although it was later captured, a month later captured by the Ukrainian forces, and but then it was again captured a second time, but also again recaptured by Ukrainian forces. So the separatist forces. But were both don't time. you think after that first siege that they, when they sieged it in um, twenty fourteen, that they could have learned from their strategic plays? Well, it wasn't. Of course, it wasn't the Russians besieging the city in two thousand fourteen. It was the Russian-backed separatists. These are different. These are separatists in Ukraine, so uh, yeah, possibly not infiltrated yeah. a bit easier. So back to back to the back to um, back to the beginning, beginning of the war. On the twenty fifth of February, Russian forces uh, had advanced towards Ukraine. Of course, so we had twenty fourth when it started, and by that by the twenty fifth, Russian forces were moving towards Ukraine. And in fact, there was a there's pictures of a tank column uh, going to Kiev, going towards Kiev. There's some pictures that there was also a tank col- um, column heading towards. Uh, Mariupol, but although these tanks were destroyed, uh, 22 tanks were destroyed. And do you know anything about the um, the industry, the um, the factory that they've been hiding in Mariupol? Because Mariupol is quite an industry-based city. Well, of course, because on the coast, industry is quite an industry-based city, and they have been hiding for, I'd say, about two weeks now, and be, uh, being hunted, like, almost hunted down hunted like rats. Down. Yeah. In the, the still, It's a steelworks, the steelworks are in. It's the um. It is the Azo Azo style steelworks in uh, Ukraine, in the Ukraine in Mariupol, and the Russian force and the Ukraine forces. What remains of them, plus some civilians, have been pushed back. Literally, like the most city apart from the steelworks has been captured by Russian forces. So it's basically it's easy to basically captured. It's easy easy to hide in those factories because there are so many passages and so many places to hide in. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, although the Kremlin, for some for some reason, has denied the fact that Russian troops have stormed the steelworks, which you would think, while they deny the fact that they've taken the steelworks, kind of I'll weird. Be, yeah, although yeah. Russian forces, uh, Russian forces in the the Russian uh, the not Russian forces, the Ukrainian forces, the remnants in the steelworks have reported that the Russians are now hunting them inside the steelworks, infiltrated the plant. I think there aren't many that that many. Um Ukrainian civilians still in the factory. I think no, there's only be, around think, about 20 now. Yeah. The rest have been killed. Hmm. So some people are now saying that the civilians in Mariupol are trapped. Uh, someone said... So what has the life been of an average civilian in Mariupol? Is it like a terrifying, scared, uh, the house has been destroyed? Well, of course, most of the city, 95% of the city has been destroyed by bombardments. And do, so because of the bombardments, most people are, of course, hiding 
underground in maybe uh, subway tunnels, shelters. something like that, shelters from the bombardments. Of course, there'll be some people out up up like in the theatre that was bombed. They were of course probably above ground, so they have been of course. So they've been experiencing uh, being hiding on the ground. Um, of course, due to the fact that it's a siege, it's a siege. Um, no supplies have been able to get in, even from the coast, because the Russian fleets in the Black Sea, in the uh, sea. And um, so, yeah, food has, ru- has basically slowly running out, as well as uh, electricity. In fact, um, the uh, so. They're li- the, they're living under constant threat from the Russian bar- Russian bombardment. Food and water is, you could say, scarce, and most things like electricity is no is no longer. They've been having to leave without it. And do you and know how many civilians have been fled out of the city? Well, as I said earlier, three uh, about a hundred thousand civilians fled the city before the attack, but there are now. But now, right now, or not right now, but after about a few weeks ago, maybe, there were at least 350,000 civilians still um, trapped in the city in bunkers. But what happened to the rest of the civilians? So we've, you know, we've know, we know about 450,000, but we'd, uh, officials haven't really reported, don't, haven't really reported on every evacuee, of course. So we could estimate that during the siege, people have tried to flee the city and probably succeeded in fleeing the city. Um, in fact, 344, not too long ago, within the, within the uh, last few weeks, uh, actually finally reached the a northern city, a city north of Mar- Maripol. Uh, so 304 evacuees have reached the city. Is this uh, mainly including children and women? Was it almost all? Everyone is a well, child. Well, it would most, mostly, be, of course, be um, made up of women and children, the evacuees, because due to the fact that most men have been have either chosen or been ordered to stay and fight for uh, Ukraine. I think the age of 60. Yes, yeah, that's what I heard as well. Of course, and this isn't just in Maripol, this is throughout the entire... Maybe because the situation in Maripol is so dire, I'm not really sure, but I'm pre- maybe... Is a possibility that men have been most men have also fled the city, and it's only Russians, actual Russian military soldiers left in the city, due to the fact that it's so dire. There's nothing they could do. I mean, if there's only ninety five percent of the building has been bombed, then what's the point of staying? I True, mean, there's the no point? point. But if they do, if Russians do capture the city, then it's pretty it's quite a successful point. Yeah. So yeah, you don't know about that part. But so the uh, Russian forces have really captured the city and. It's they've they they've the the final Ukrainian forces have been pushed back to the steelworks, so it's almost over. I'd say it's quite horrifying for a civilian, um, for their home city just to be bombed. I have two Ukrainian people staying at my house, and they came from Kharkov, as they woke up one one day and they looked outside and the buildings were on a light, just in fire, and they quickly fled, took their things and went over to Romania. There have been attempts to rescue the civilians trapped under the rubble in the theatre, although um, there are, of course, the attempts, probably some of the, uh, most, probably most of them by now, would have either been uh, confirmed dead, which is sad, or actually been rescued, but of course most of them will be 
injured or even fatally injured and probably dying, maybe dying, or have we died from the how injuries. Many, how many times did the Russians bombard the theatre? Was it multiple times? It's, it times? was a Russian... It, there's no there's no answer to that. We wouldn't, we wouldn't, uh, there's no answer I can give you there. It's just the fact that it was a Russian airstrike. So yeah. that would be just how what, where, where it was fired from. So a ship would be three, three missiles. Three missiles, yeah. But if it's from... A, from aircraft, like anything. Two, it could be three. could be you know, from uh, various sources. The missiles could have come from, but of course they would explode. They will it would explode when they hit the thing, so you wouldn't be able to tell if, if you hadn't seen them. Okay, I think we'll. I think we'll end it there. This is our last episode of Putin's War. It was great fun doing this, and thank you for listening.